0: Are you a yeller, Anne? I'm not. Are you a yeller, Mom? Uh, you tell me. <laughs> well, I'd say I'm a recovered you yeller. You are.
1: You're a reformed yeller. I'm a reformed <laughs> yeller.
0: That's why I can talk about this. Welcome to the Child Whisper podcast. I'm your host, Carol Tuttle, author of the best-selling parenting book, The Child Whisper. I'm with my co-host, Anne tuttle Brown. Yes, I, I would lose control and yell anger was an issue for sure you you're that, not
1: right I'm not. do you think that's true as a type two i mean i have a lower volume naturally i'm not as prone to yell i can nag i can I demand I, but i don't get louder in volume you don't think you
0: get a little bit louder
1: yeah i guess i do i mean i yeah compare my yelling to your yelling i don't yell compare my yelling to I, what's yelling for me I do get louder in volume for what's natural for me.
0: I'd say every type has the potential to be a yeller. Mm -hmm. In Lifestyle, we have a series on how each type expresses their anger and how to start managing that. Now, in the world of a parent, there's a really prevalent pattern. We're going to look at three different patterns that can play out that keep you stuck in the yelling habit. The first pattern is... You have gotten to the habit that your children will not respond to what you're asking of them until you yell.
1: You've taught them how to, re- yeah. yeah, you're to teaching wait. them that they don't have to listen to you until you yeah. get tense.
0: Mom's not serious mm-hmm. till we get the yell. And so that's now become a pattern. It's a habit. It's something that just recycles itself. And a parent will resort to yelling because they want the result. They're like, I just want you to do this. And so you'll go to that, and unfortunately, too often it works, but not for favorable Okay, I have reasons. to admit,
1: I am a yeller, because I'm hearing my daughter's voice in my mind, why are you yelling, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> so, and I'll say, because I feel like you're not listening to me until I get more serious and yell. Well, there you go. You even tell her why you're yelling. Yep. And then she's like, oh, okay. So I'm like, do you want to start over? Can we do this again? All right. I need you to go. What well, I'm curious. Get in the what bath. were you
0: saying before that? What, what was what was your method prior to? Oh, because you just thing. told her why you were doing it. Because I want yeah. you to pay attention and do what I'm asking. But I
1: think that the difference was I was doing something else until finally. So, like, get in the bath. You need to get in the bath. Get were the you bath, busy Katie? doing something yes, while you exactly. were telling her that? Until I finally, like, Katie. Did you in the bath?
0: Did you go to her, look her in the eye, and say, "Here's what's happening the next ten minutes." No.
1: And so you're if I do busy that, talking, I You busy talking,
0: kind of side talking to her. Yep.
1: I do that, and even if I'm not yelling, I find that I'll do that when I'm nagging, like, "Hurry, get your shoes on, get your shoes on," because I feel like we need to get out the something door. Else. But like honestly, I'm not gonna be ready for another five minutes. But I feel like if I start telling the kids what to do, it'll speed things up. But it won't. Okay. Like if so- I just do what I need to do, and then put my direct focus on helping yeah. them get ready.
0: Yeah, wouldn't you think at some level subconsciously they're thinking, well, she's not that serious mm-hmm. about it because she's doing a bunch of other stuff.
1: But then I think I'm serious about it yeah. because I'm talking about it. So it's like this weird thing. <laughs> like, yeah. If I talk about you it, if I code. yell about it, then I'm serious. But then the kids are like, oh, she doesn't, you know. Oh,
0: compare, compare that. You're side talking, busy doing other things. Something you really want her to follow through on is now being told to her and – She's not being given a choice, really. Here's what you need to do next. But you're still sidetracked.
1: Just do what I say, okay? Okay, but what Help. if, wouldn't <laughs> you think, think
0: she'd it. take it more seriously if you were to stop what you were doing, and you sat down and looked her in the eyes and said, here's what's happening. Exactly. This is what I want and you I've, to choose. i
1: the fruits of that. Are
0: you willing to do that right now? And you get an answer. So you enroll them because you're just telling them what to do, and they should just say, okay, I'll go do it.
1: Or they're not because they don't know why they need to do that. And I find that if I do just take that moment and talk to them directly, and then she'll say, but why? Or I'll say, you need to get in the bath because da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Then we can have that dialogue, and she'll respond. But I think as a busy parent, you're like, just listen to me. I don't have time to look at you in the eyes and talk to you about this. Just get in the bath. But that's ineffective it's so not. There you go. that's you actually wasted <laughs> it would take you
0: less time to go have that more focused mm-hmm. conversation then
1: and i think all there, the effort applied yes and there, and there are things yelling. around certain situations in life where you can just create consistency and if a bath is just happening every single like there's been that pattern long enough like your kids know that's what happens and so you're Don't find yourself in those scenarios where you have to sit down and explain it all. Well, we're trying to break the yelling habit
0: here. So we're stepping in to do this. So, yeah,
1: admit like just realize there's going to be more opportunity to have these direct conversations. It's going to take time to undo what you've been doing.
0: When you build into the experience a consequence and you're impeccable about following through on them, they'll know I'm going to be... Dealing with the consequence if I don't follow, if I don't do what my yeah, mother, father so have asked important. me. And you never have to yell because you're just really consistent with your cause and effect. And go. Sometimes, too, rather than saying you need to do this. I know I personally don't like people telling me what I need to do. Uh, I'm much more responsive to say, would it be a good choice for you right now to go get in the bath?
1: What if they say what no?
0: Say, well, you know what the consequence is. Okay. So your choice. Do you want to choose to take the bath, or you want to deal with the consequence, whatever that. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's, it's taking something away for a period. Whatever. You, yeah. you know, consequences are variable depending and on the children. Think about
1: what your consequences will be because I've definitely thrown out. This could be a whole other podcast. Thrown out consequences where I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm right, never going right. to follow right. through on that. We should probably that. do I a just, podcast on I just that. Hope that threatens you Effective, enough to do
0: it. <laughs> The cause and effect of consequences. Which are you going to really follow through on, yes. and which ones really? maybe are too severe versus what's enough Mm -hmm. and what's the point of it. So that's another podcast That The second pattern that will present itself is that you have a habit, so you need to accept the fact that you need to learn some new communication skills because you're using yelling as a communication tool because you just said it. You said when your daughter says, why are you yelling, mom?
1: So you listen to me because
0: <laughs> I've learned it's a skill, yep.
1: you'll listen to me when I do it, so <laughs> you know, hopefully it's on the bottom of the list, but i'll I get there. well, it just leaves I everyone yell's a lot about this podcast saying now it's all coming out <laughs> there
0: there's shame involved for everyone here, so we don't want yelling to be the go to mm-hmm. communication skill. Then the third is. Know that you are more prone to yell when you are tired, hungry, and need a break from your children. See, so you're just worn out. You're a worn out parent. You're in the pattern of being worn out. That becomes a pattern. It becomes a habit in your life. So your moods get the best to you, and you're very, you lack patience. Well,
1: Do you ever I've, find that? Oh, yeah. And there have been things where I've been stressed about something that's not even kid related. It could be something going on at work, but I'm feeling the stress and so I'm more. Prone They're going to get the brunt react. of your stress. And right. so, I call just you need to be cognizant of that. Like, what's really going on? What's yeah. the root of this problem? If you find you're having an off day and you're yelling a lot, like step away, figure out what's going on, write some things down, like get it out, so your kids aren't getting the brunt of what you're. Well, that was my about. number
0: one um, root. The the cause of my yelling was um, I had a lot of buried, repressed emotion that was coming up because you were young when I was, got into therapy, and I had a lot of healing that was presenting itself, and I enrolled myself in that practice to get help and be accountable, because I knew a lot of what was fueling the yelling was displaced emotion. It was not about the scenario at hand, but I'd get triggered so easily. And I needed to take accountability for that. So I put myself within the construct of an experience to be accountable and say, "I got to deal with those issues. I've got to heal some old stuff in my life because my kids are getting the brunt of this."
1: Okay, you so said that displaced emotion. There's yeah. emotion. Oh, I knew there, so much. That sure, yeah. that was
0: something I became because the emotion was. It was too often. It was I was too vulnerable to it, and it didn't make sense to me that I should be that reactive uh, and so vulnerable to it that I couldn't manage myself with. So, I was smart enough to go, that's not appropriate behavior.
1: You know, that's not. So, if someone listening to this podcast is dealing with that and they're feeling like, wow, this is just all of this emotion is really coming up yeah. and it's getting. Your kids will so bring are, that what up. What are some clues that it's, it's a lot deeper, it's bigger, it's something that they can get.
0: I knew it was something more serious because the level of emotion I was feeling internally that I was trying to keep at bay was so potent. And I knew that this—I was smart enough to understand that this situation should not support that kind of emotional reaction. Oh, okay. Yeah. This, ang- this anger, this sadness—that's not about this. Well, I—I I was dealing with PTSD, and what would happen was I'd be around my parents, and I—when you have a PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder condition, at the time when I was dealing with that, you'll have delayed emotional responses because you'll kind of go into survival mode around the people that you're where the dysfunction played out and then you'll process the emotion later
1: so you'd spend time with your parents yeah and and then it'd be a day or
0: two later and something would trigger it yeah i had to become aware of that tendency of the way it would play out and so i needed to take care of that i've got we've got a great resource online to help you with the carol tuttle healing center at healwithcarol.com this will help you clean that up so you can be a composed present parent and if yelling occurs it's for normal reasons (laughs) (laughs) more of yours (laughs) yeah
1: exactly I think in the beginning we said uh, my yelling compared to your yelling yeah my yelling you had a lot of emotion and you're type three so there's gonna be more passion it's that fire-breathing dragon, <laughs> you know. But, when I grew up where was, yelling it was. was very, uh, it was scary in a way where it was like, yeah. this goes deep with mom.
0: And I knew I was, okay, that's another one. You say, how do you know? Because the amount of emotion coming out is scaring your children.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That, you know, your daughter's not going, you know, shedding. She's going, mom, why are you yelling? Yeah, you know, yeah. she feels Ma- safe
1: to be like, yeah. this isn't problem, Mom, why? And that yeah, actually like, goes what into our doing? next tip, which is empower your children to speak up. To remind them, to remind you that it's dishonoring, and if your kids are yellers, enroll as a family to say we're not going to yell anymore. We're going to choose new communication skills, and give them per- get every the permission Just- to help you be accountable.
0: If your children are now yelling at each other to try and get what they want, then. It started somewhere. Well, and then that triggers you with the feeling tired and worn out. And like then you're you're yelling at your kids <laughs> to stop yelling. I yeah. mean, it's a vicious cycle. <laughs> you're like, why don't you all stop in that moment and say, well, did you realize we're all yelling? Mm-hmm. Everybody's
1: yelling here. You could even give them this handy phrase, Mom, the way you're talking to me is not honoring of me. Please stop.
0: Uh, That'll take you. I taught you guys Uh, to say that. Mm -hmm.
1: I remember you saying that to me. You could even say, Mom, this is scary right now. You know, depending on their age, Mm -hmm. you can have that conversation with them.
0: Well, I was healing a generational pattern. I had a father who was a yeller. In fact, that was only pretty much that any time he communicated with us was through the means of yelling because he was mad. And I felt scared so much in my childhood. And I knew I was recreating too much of this in my own family system that— I needed to own it, heal it, and I needed to empower my children. I didn't want—I did not want you to feel like I did that I don't have a voice here, that you have a right to say I don't like the way you're treating me. You know, this isn't That's okay. Really this isn't okay. And you would—all uh, of you—use that at different times. Another phrase we used was change your tone of voice. Mom, can you change your tone of voice? That's making me feel bad about myself.
1: This will happen too with type threes like why are you yelling? They're like, I'm not yelling. Yeah. I'm just really excited <laughs> about something. So, you know, That's you don't a have to know, thing. yeah. But you know, realize <laughs> that like it's yelling isn't I don't like volume. You can get excited and be loud, but I think it definitely is that tone, yeah. that like that anger, that frustration. Okay, let's talk about this. Let's have let's me just share my feelings. What am I wanting? And that leads us to the parenting practice, which is instead of yelling, "Stop what you're doing," go and look your child in the eyes and tell them exactly what you want and what you expect from them and have an honoring dialogue.
0: And have them agree to it and then a consequence if they do not follow through. Have them basically say, "Yes, I will, I agree to do that." And then you both agree to, well, okay. And if you don't, let's this I've used This is what that. will play I'll out. say,
1: can I get a verbal yes? Do you hear me? And I know, like, okay, the next time I ask, I'm going to yell. So I need to know now. Like, uh-huh. are we in agreement? Okay, great. i would even
0: known up to the go to your children and say, I've got, I have a habit of yelling. I don't want to do that anymore. Do any of you like being yelled at? Anybody enjoy this here? No. All right. So I want us to all work together. So I'm going to try some different. I'm going to do that. Tell them what you're going to do different. Exactly. You know, the tip. The practice, and say, uh, "Are you in? Are you willing to be cooperative? I'm going to use this different approach. Are you willing to use a different approach as well, and choose to cooperate?"
1: Yeah, I think definitely, like we said in the beginning, the child is waiting for mom to yell. You would say, exactly. "I need, I need a You've different." You've trained response. them yes. to wait, and you can tell your kids, "I need a different response from you yes. as well." Here's Communication. What I'm gonna
0: change. Here's what I want you to change. Are you willing to to do it? When they're
1: just nagging, communication. Let's talk about it. Communication, people. (laughs) Let's use our words in a nice, honoring tone.
0: Well, I'm excited for you to report back on this. Yeah, because you'll have a chance. Because you have a you have a child, of type three that likes to yell at you on occasion. (laughs) (laughs) You get to tell Katie. Yelling doesn't work.
1: <laughs> That's right. I am, I am raising the mini Carol version.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have to see myself. I didn't get to like her, though, because no. I was too uh, 2.0, scared. 2.0, version 2.0. I was 2.0. too scared. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so go Katie. I'm all for it, because she's very willing to learn. I'm excited for all of you yellers, because you, too, are going to be See, yes, I am a recovered yeller, and I'm very proud of that. Thanks for listening.